space, the final frontier. Space Station Ashland sits on the edge of Federation space with its companionship, the USS Dalamis Christian. The space around them is full of mystery and strange wonders, where secrets are kept and danger lurks around every corner. The crew of the Dalamis Christian must navigate treacherous waters as they work to protect the Federation. But as they peer into the unknown, they will discover that the line between friend and foe is not always clear. They will be tested like never before and will face challenges that will push them to their limits. Join us on this adventure as we explore the farthest reaches of space and uncover the hidden truths that lie within the shadows. Tabletop Journeys presents Star Trek Preservations. Star Trek Preservations. We don't have much time. What uh, What am I forgetting? Tactical? Anything I'm forgetting to bring up? No. We'll stay tight. Security? Stun settings on max. Cover your six. Medical? Don't touch anything. <laughs> We're going to send in the way team to... A space station. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to touch stuff. With bare skin, is what I'm trying okay. to say. Very well. If we have to beam anything or anyone back, we're going to have some kind of quarantine protocols in place, I'm assuming. 100%. All right, then prepare for arrival. We will uh, drop out a warp at uh, yellow alert, and uh, uh, after the first scans, we will look to see where we're going. The away team is going to need medical expertise and security. Depending on the situation, when we drop out of work, we'll tell them tactical will be required on the ship or on the station. We'll go from there. So you're aboard the Eagle? Who's flying? I will fly. I have a small craft focus. Excellent. This is going to be a reason plus contact. On your plotting course, it's going to be computers plus con for the ship's assistance. This is going to be a task difficulty of two. Difficulty of two? No, that's how many successes are required. That's the difficulty. Oh, okay, okay. For yours, it's reason plus con. For the ship, it is computers plus con. Heather, if you want to roll that single die for the computers plus con. Computers plus con is a nine. And I am going to spend a momentum to get an extra die roll for this to make sure we get a success. Since we need two successes. That's two for one on that. Okay, so I get three dice to roll. Is that how that works? Correct. All right, and they're all under my, what is it? What did you say? Reason and con. Reason plus con. That's better than average. Got three successes. Nice. Excellent. Heather? Let's see. Fifteen. So three successes it is. It was a difficulty of two. You gain one momentum. 
use plot a course through the asteroid field to the shuttle bay. So you've got a good course. That is going to reduce the difficulty of piloting by one. At this point, you need to pilot the shuttle. That is going to be a control plus contest for the pilot. It is going to be an engine plus con roll for the ship assisting you. And again, the difficulty was reduced, so it's now a task difficulty of one. All right, so engines plus con is uh, 11. And I don't think I need to spend a momentum on this because of my level is pretty high. So between the ship and me, I think we can get this. Okay. And your roll, Marty? I got a 10, which is a success. Excellent. And Heather? 19. Marty, you said you had a 10. You rolled (laughs) two die and got only a 10? Oh, I only rolled one. I forget to I get two dice. I always get two dice? When you're the and lead, your base is 2d20. Buying okay. dice gets you more. Roger. I, roll, I rolled another 10. Excellent. <laughs> Heather, I think you need to get rid of that D&D dice and get a... Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> I, I've got, I got a handful of d20s here. I just got to find yeah. the right ones that are going to work tonight. One of the ones, the D dice that are normally in the timeout area, that's what you need for this game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm using the dice that I DM with. (laughs) (laughs) My players will bug you with that. I've got a lot of D20s. I'll find one that works better. I I am using my Star Trek dice. (laughs) I lost my favorite D20. I don't know what happened to it. It All right. You successfully pilot and get to the shuttle bay of this mining outpost. And let's see. You land right near the closed hangar doors on the shuttle bay. At this point, you would need EV suits to manually open the the shuttle bay doors. Yep. All right, o- Ocean Chief, I think you guys should go out with the doors. The uh, Tashi and me will stay in the ship ready to help from here, either transporter or uh, whatever sensors and weapons we can help with until you get everything opened up. Okay. And uh, we will suit up, all four of us will be suited up just in case we have to run out to help. I have removed the momentum, one for one for the EV suits, all four of you have EV suits. Does that provide anything else or just... That's the advantage to the scene. You're able to successfully don suits that are in good repair, and you can count on them to work. We don't die instantly. Gotcha. Correct. And let's see. So you definitely open the hangar bay doors. No complications. No roll necessary. You can walk on inside, and the ship can pilot itself inside. Going in. Quick question. As part of morphogenic mastery... It says that when you spend a momentum as a minor action per turn to assume a different form, you gain an additional trait. So what traits would you be potentially gaining or losing by shape-shifting? So you would gain the traits of whatever you morph into. So if you morph into a Klingon, you could pick up a Klingon trait. If you morph into a Vulcan, you could pick up a Vulcan trait kind of thing. Okay. 
not sure mechanic-wise what that means. Do I need to, like, have the stat sheets up for the other species just in case? If you're changing rapidly, probably yes. If you're going to be in a... If you want to change into a rhinoceros, that's going to basically allow things to you to interact with the game as a rhinoceros would right. say. So things like your weight would be considered a trait. So that's why it's kind of listed nebulously because it's very narrative as to it depends on what you're doing. If you morph into a bird, you now you can fly. Uh, it's not like you get one trait that's there. You can just make things... It, it, it's more like you, you have the ability to do what makes sense based on what you changed into. But you wouldn't get something like I can fire laser beams out of my eyes. But you, like I said, if you grew wings, you could fly. If you grew gills, you could swim. These, that, that type of thing. So just the narrative storytelling of shifting and looking different. That I'm just I don't know if that's something that you're not supposed to do because this specifically says when you spend a momentum, which I haven't been doing. So everything is just cosmetic sure. at the moment. And basically. It's cosmetic unless you need a trait, at which point that then you have to have the momentum. And you can use that feature. Correct. Gotcha. Quick question for since we're on mechanics. What do values do for you? How does that mechanically work? So values work in conjunction with determination. And apologies, I should have mentioned everybody has one point of determination. That's a meta currency that all players have. And let's say something is happening. For example, I'm married to my ship. If I'm playing a character who has that and the threat against the ship is real and if I don't get these shields up, the next attack is going to destroy my ship. I would be able to re-roll if I had failed in the original roll because it's so important that I do this to save my ship. That would be an example of how that would work. So as a talent for me, for executive officer, then for people that know, when you are in communication with me and you spend a determination point, I can spend three momentum, if we have it, obviously, to let you regain that point of determination. We're in the hangar and we are suited up. So we say phasers to maximum stun setting. And if we're ready to go, we will head out. One of my focuses is infiltration and also espionage. So I will take point, so to speak, checking the wings and doing all the things to keep my team safe. Excellent. Do you keep the hangar bay door open or do you close it? Close it. Okay. So nothing will float out of the hangar bay on its own. It is closed. Gravity, by the way, is still working. It's just atmosphere that was vented. Okay. Where is med bay? It's probably the first place to start. Agreed. Actually, before we leave the shuttle, I would like to encrypt the controls or basically disable the shuttle so that it cannot be restored by uh, anybody other than one of the four of us. Yeah, I would say that's encrypting. Can you give me a control security roll there, please? Okay, just two dice. I rolled a 9 and an 18. Okay, the ship itself will assist you in this process. Heather, would you roll for the ship? Sure. Marty, would you let us know what we have for the ships that's going to be computer security? That would be a 9. Let's try a different dice on that one. All right. How about a five this time? 
Okay. Let's see here. So we have total of two successes. You are successful in encrypting this. You have made it a difficulty of two. If somebody's trying to break in to this thing, they just have to basically beat that difficulty. And for game purposes, if at some point during downtime you could do a task to have a subroutine that might add additional difficulty to that. So anytime you want to encrypt something, you could have a subroutine that provides some form of advantage on your role to make that more challenging. Like you could set your difficulty plus one at all times kind of thing. Or plus two or plus five awesome. based on your roles might be something worthwhile as a tactical officer to consider doing in some downtime scenario that way you can have something cool in your back pocket sounds good the other thing that i would like to do is confirm comms with the ship oh excellent comms with the ship are good there are no problems with comms okay yeah, your ship is very strong with its communications. The main ship actually has communications at a 10, computers at yep. a 9, engines at a 10, structure at a 9, sensors at 11, weapons at a 9. Great. So, it's pretty beefy in those areas. Its security is at a 3, its science is at a 3, its con is at a 4. Command is at a two. Engineering and medicine are at once. In case anyone's wondering about the Eagle, it's COM seven, engines ten, structure nine, computers eight, sensors ten, weapons seven, command zero, security one, science one, con one, engineering one, medicine zero. All the shuttles are on the Discord. Uploaded the RPG resources. And we have five power. I don't know what power does, but we have five power. That, anytime you do certain things, like fire weapons or do some special things, it takes power to do that. So you would it literally reduce your power by one to engage in that activity. Yep. And our we have high-resolution sensors and a rugged design, which help us with as far as doing damage and then high-resolution sensors getting through any kind of sensor issues. Tractor beam, phaser banks, and photon torpedoes are our armaments. The main ship, high power tractor beam, improved impulse, high resolution sensors, extensive shuttle bays, and ablative armor. All right, shall we uh, venture forth? Chief's in the lead. I'll take up the rear unless someone else wants to and make sure that the uh, other two are protected in the center. Ready to go. You're on the station. You're in your EV suits. There is a control room which should be able to give you access to seal the ship and restore atmosphere if you'd like to do that. We're in EV suits, and I don't want to restore atmosphere or maybe reanimate something that's not animated. So let's uh, let's do some investigating first before we uh, put the atmosphere back. Okay. That was my thinking also. Where do, you, where do you wish to go from here? Medical. Medical. You're able to find medical on that first level, and it is a sealed door. What do you wish to do? Check the door to see if it is perma-sealed or if it's something that can just be opened. Check or for atmosphere inside. 
it is not permanently sealed. It's not welded shut or anything. It's just, it's closed. There does appear to be atmosphere beyond it. Taishi, do you have a tricorder? Can you see if there's life readings beyond this thing that we couldn't get from the ships? Yes, checking all those things. Taishi, that would be insight plus science. Difficulty of two. Insight plus science. Okay. Team dynamics or inspiration to help her out? Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Insight is nine. Science is four. So that's... 13, one success. Excellent. And XO? Yeah, I say, what, what am I rolling the same thing? or Pretty much the same thing when you're using that ability. It's generally going to be presence and command. I got a five, which is a success. Two successes. You are able to determine that there are no active life signs on this level there is atmosphere and life signs on the lower levels the turbo lifts are active and so you should be able to get through the turbo lifts to get to those sections but if we move the door. door to the med bay would that take the atmosphere away from the lower levels no they're not connected no commander do we still investigate the med bay or do we proceed to where the life forms are located there's atmosphere behind this door. I think we still take a look in here. Opening the door will vent the atmo. And if there is a non-lifeline bound there, we're not getting any life forms or anything else. It's not going to matter. Understood. I'll open Unless the door. there's some kind of force field. I'll open the door. Okay. You open the door. It's a cramped two-room ward. The mutilated, there's a mutilated Klingon corpse that occupy on each of four bio beds in the main examination room. There are also four dead parasites. These parasitic entities or beings look different and larger than the ones that you've seen reports on. And the station surgeon is slumped over on the floor and he was apparently actually not even apparently, you can tell, he was stabbed in the back with a the tank dagger. I am going to scan those parasites and collect as much information as I can about them with my tricorder. Should we perhaps transport the remains to a holding facility on our ship? I don't think that's necessary at this point in time. We can come back for them if we need to. However, any data pads, can we access the computer and get any information they have from their autopsies and their procedures? Also, right. based on the way the medical uh, officer was stabbed, were one of the other Klingons in this room the ones that did the stabbing, or did the stabber vacate afterwards? Okay. One task at a time. A Examining with the tricorder to get that data, that is going to be a reason plus medicine. Difficulty of three. Okay. And did you wish to buy any additional dice with momentum? Uh, let's see. Reason is ten. Medicine is four. I think I'm going to try with what I got. But you need three. Oh. And there's no ship here. Okay. So yeah. I'm either the... One of us is helping you. Or I'm going to help because <laughs> I'm worried about the medical stuff. So I've got 
Can I get a roll two dice, correct? Let's answer the question first before we decide what we're rolling. Uh, are you going to buy an extra die? You have the momentum. Yes. Excellent. Now you're rolling three dice. Okay. All right. Yep. So you roll your three. Marty's going to roll, roll his one. one. Right? Correct. And because I have one. advisor and two I'm successes. using command, you can re-roll one of your d20s. With your two successes, are any of those under your medicine skill? Yes. Any of the ones under your medicine skill count as two successes each. Oh, okay. So that would make it for three successes. Excellent. And if he does that command, I can re-roll one of my d20s. Yep. Correct. Because my roll failed. (laughs) Which gives me another singular success. So I'm up to four successes, if I'm doing my math correctly. Excellent. Which means you gain one momentum. So you have succeeded. You've collected some information. Let me uh, let you know what you know. Let's see here. You are able to determine that the alien DNA was artificially introduced into the Klingon genome. Okay. Specifically a a key sequence of those nucleotides are from the neural parasites. That neural parasite DNA is rewriting the Klingons genome. That's sexy. Didn't they try something similar back with the Soong stuff with the augmented humans? I'm not familiar with his practice, but I will have to look into that later. Damn, what were you trying to do? Determining whether the stat, the killer of the secure, uh, the medical chief was is one of the Klingons in the room. Was he possessed by a parasite and did it that way, or was it something else? Did they leave after doing it, or are they still here? Reason security or difficulty is going to be a three. Okay. And investigation would be my focus. Yep. And the reason, primary reason for the difficulty is there's just not a ton of evidence to say okay. who at this point because they were all on gurneys and in, in there. But. Yeah, I just didn't know if one of them was like on the floor near him or had bloody handprints yeah. or whatever. No, but. they were all on. They were all on the beds. Okay. Are you buying extra, or are you just? We don't have enough. We don't have enough to buy extra. Why don't you let? Why don't you let me lead that? Because I have the lead investigator trait, the talent. Okay. So if we're successful, then we generate two bonus momentum. Yep. Okay. So. Additionally, folks, if you don't have momentum, you can always give me threat on True. a one for one basis. So if you oh, wanted yes. to. Give me threat so uh, you have enough to buy a die. The threat to momentum is one for one. Okay, so we wouldn't be buying a die with threat. We'd be buying the momentum with which to buy the die. Correct. Yeah. I don't know if that generates additional momentum. If you've got, I've got a 14 I'd be rolling for with the investigation focus. So I've got, what was it? It was reason Reason and security. I'm at a 13. So, so I got one. I'm one better, but you've got the. If we succeed, you get the extra yeah. momentum. Yeah. So let's do that. All right. So I will. Uh, you can aid Dan by rolling one of your die at your level. Uh-huh. Well, I, I think, think he has to be the lead for his thing to right. work. That's what I right. said. You can aid him with your die roll at your level. Okay. So he I, rolls two dice. 
You roll one dice. I put the comma in the wrong place in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. Okay. That is the beauty of this scenario. It's designed so we get lots of these interactions so we learn how the mechanics kind of work through. Yep. Okay. And does my focus still apply? Yes. Your focus still applies to your roll. Okay. So I rolled a four, so that's two successes. All right. Excellent. So I rolled two dice. I rolled a pair of 11s, which is below my number, but not below my security. Okay. So that's two successes and two successes, four total successes. Normally that would generate one momentum, but because of your talent ocean, that generates two momentum. It generates two bonus, a total of three. Oh, so a total of three. Yeah. That's a pretty nifty interaction. Apparently, also, yeah, apparently I also, because I have the untapped potential talent, if I'm spending momentum or threat, I roll an additional die. Okay. That's also good to know. It's the penalty of being young. If joining the Tabletop Journey's actual play games sounds like the kind of fun you're looking for, be sure to check out patreon.com slash ttjourneys where patrons of the Tabletop Journeys podcast not only get early access to all of our episodes, but they get the opportunity to play in our monthly actual play games where the dice are wild and we make every roll legendary. All right, so you've got, you're now at a total of four momentum and you have succeeded in the task and if I recall correctly, you were checking, what were you checking again? Investigating to see who did what? Investigate the combat scene or order of actions or whatnot. It was none of those here. You're convinced of that. Based on just general evidence, you don't have specific time of death, but it it looks like that individual was walking around the area. trailed through some blood, whatever, may have even been working with or checking on them. So they were clearly killed afterwards. They also apparently did not realize who killed them because they were slumped over at their desk. So they, whoever it was that killed them snuck up on them. Or was someone they knew. Correct. No defensive wounds. You are also able to determine that there is a an alternate device that is in this room that seems to be connected to some power couplings. Does it appear in any way, shape, or form like it could be a, a life support system for a small creature? No. In fact, what it looks like is some sort of sensor device that seems to be augmenting a signal of some kind, but drawing a power that's going to this area to do. Like, it's, it is clearly a jury rig kind of job, but somebody's definitely did something here that's creating an effect. And we have the history of the, the previous encounter with these things, that it was generating a, a call that no one know where it was going to. 
Correct. This doesn't appear to be a, uh, a transmission of that kind, but it's okay. definitely emanating some kind of energy wave or it is augmenting something. It is designed to put out into the system, but it is, actually, it is connected to sensor arrays. It looks like some command functions have been routed through here, through a terminal here, and then this has been attached to that to do a thing. There's some kind of protocol written into this device. So someone was trying to operate other ships' systems remotely? Station systems, yes. Station systems, excuse me. Yep, that's easily done. This device is doing something with the station systems that have been routed here. We can't tell what's been routed there? You can. That's where the role comes in. What's your approach, XO? Since I have an engineering background before I was an XO, I'm going to be using my engineering and <clears throat> going through whatever protocols, computer science-wise, that would allow them to do what they need to do. All right. In that so, case, we're going to go with uh, reason and engineering. I was thinking about looking into like backdoor channels to see where it's, you know, where the signals are traveling from and to, and where it's pulling additional power from. Reverse engineering it from a spy point of view. Okay, and you can certainly aid with uh, control and security. Difficulty is going to be two. I'm sorry, difficulty is three. I apologize. So maybe it's just. Just terms being different, but would that be control or insight? Trying to get inside the mind of whoever did it. As I view it, though I might be convinced elsewhere, depending on how it's phrased, insight is more in-person, face-to-face. You're interacting with the computer system, so it's how well you're manipulating the controls, i.e. control, and your security discipline that's really doing the, the, the heavy lifting here. Understood. If you're taking it more from a scientific approach, like what's the logical thing to do, so on and so forth, I might be convinced that reason would work. So you could convince me to go reason or control. I would be fine with either of those in your case. In Marty's case, he's going through his reason because he's approaching it as I'm an engineer and I'm going to go through my protocols, uh, which means what's the first thing you would reason would be the logical choice kind of thing, second, third, and right. so on and so forth. Nope, I get that. All right, so you have your difficulty at three? I think it's a difficulty at three. I'm going to use momentum to buy another die. Excellent. Can only the lead use momentum or can the helpers also? Momentum is a pool that any player can use at any time. I have three successes. I have one success. Excellent. Four successes for a total of one momentum. So you are able to determine that this is amplifying the natural scattering effect of the asteroid field and the area and this mine which they're mined for something known as diamagnetic ore which normally makes sensors a little wonky but this is designed to amplify that effect making it hard to scan in fact anything you you scanned within and without this area at this point was operating with additional difficulty to the tune of one if you so shut this off you will reduce those difficulties for scanning. That's actually why it was so difficult to teleport, transport, and all of that. What else would shutting it off effect? Nothing else. That's exclusively what that is here for. Commander, I would suggest disabling this. Why would they do this to themselves? Someone obviously passed into this terminal and did this on purpose. 
so they couldn't get scanned. Why would someone do this? Either the parasites did it or the Klingons did it because they didn't want to be seen performing their operations here. If they are attempting genetic manipulation of these creatures, I would agree that this is something that they wish to keep hidden. Yeah, but from this remote terminal? That would make sense from the con, but if this is from a remote terminal somewhere in the middle, like, why would they jury-rig this up in the middle to respond to something? This terminal was the only terminal where there was atmosphere located. It's where the medical experiments were happening, whether they were being done by the Klingons or by the parasites. I hadn't considered that the parasites were doing the procedures. What do you think? I wonder if they're intelligent enough for that. I don't know. It warrants more study. I don't think it's something we can do at, on a whim at a spur of the moment. The medical logs will probably have some kind of biases or something that should tell you whether it was Klingon or not Klingon that was implementing the logs, don't you think? Yes, yes, that should be it. I given what we know, given what we know about the parasites being infiltrators and the Klingons reluctance to make themselves impure, I would suspect that the parasites have both the inclination and the skill to pull this off. You talk about the the reluctance to make impure, but like I said, if you remember from the Academy history, there was a time when the Soong had made the augmented humans, and there was, in the far past, I believe, in the the time of the Enterprise A, the Klingons were modified and they were trying to do genetic purity through just experiments with humans, con and whatnot, and that caused them to alter their appearance and have issues for a while. You think that they are repeating that? It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible, exactly. So I think we should study those logs and see if this was set up by the Klingons to protect them from the parasites or if it was by the parasites to hide them from the Klingons. So the coding that was done to set this up, can we tell? Sometimes you can tell the hacker based on the way they hacked something into something, that the approach they used. Can we tell if this was like a traditional kind of a Klingon process that was done or extra terrestrial that sounds really weird to say in a star trek game i gather your meaning so i'm gonna say yes you could probably find some information along those lines however it's not going to be oh this was klingon coding or human coding what you would be able to determine is this federation style is this orion syndicate style is this klingon style is it romulan style is it romulan tal shiar style so you would be able to tell the faction it came from not the species it came from I have a focus on alien tech and I have a collaborative engineering ability so when an ally attempts a task I may using engineering though you may I can spend a momentum to allow them to use my score for that discipline and my focus on alien tech so this if you're looking at the coding specifically you're going to be doing a security task if you're looking at the technology involved that would be an engineering task 
So okay. what's your what's the approach your group wants to take? And that, in theory, would determine the lead on this one. And then whoever wants to aid can take their own approach on the aid side. So even if you're doing approaching it from an engineering standpoint, somebody could use security to aid them. If you're doing it from a security standpoint, somebody could use engineering to aid them. I was looking at it more from a coding perspective, trying to figure out who would have been the more likely species yeah. or coding type to right. have set this up. And so I get that. So my get, my question is, one of those two approaches is what's going to be primary, and one yeah. of those two approaches is going to be the secondary. So that'd that's be, what I'm asking the group. That'd be really coding would be engineering. Engineering would be looking at the technology, uh, and in that case, likely utilizing the XO skill set as the lead. And then if you're looking at the coding, specifically what you were looking at, Dan, that would be the security aspect, likely using your skill set or possibly Ocean's mm-hmm. skill set as the lead. So first decide the approach, yeah. what's going to yeah, be, think, what style I, is going to be the lead, and then you can determine who's going to pick up the secondary assistance. I think for this one, the coding makes more sense because it is all Klingon stuff, and it would be using different coding on a Klingon system, so it wouldn't be an engineering-based one. It would be a coding-based. That's just my opinion. Fair enough. So in that case, between Ocean and Valor, who would like to take the lead on this and who would like to be in the assist role? Would So the lead investigator talent, that specifically says when you're investigating a crime. I don't know if this would qualify for that, Adam. No, this is, yeah. So if it's reason plus security, I'd have a 14. And if we're looking at, from the coding perspective, I believe that espionage would give me the focus for figuring out... Correct. At least for generating what my crit range would be, (laughs) to put it mechanically. That is correct. So did you want to take the lead, or or Adam, did you wish to take the lead on this one? No, Dan, you take the lead on this one. Excellent. And then the XO will do the support from an engineering standpoint? Yes, sir. And you said three? Correct. I will buy a die. Consider it bought. Untapped potential. Does that mean the same thing to me as it does to you? Whenever a character succeeds at a task for which they bought one or more additional dice with momentum or threat, they may roll one Starfleet symbol. The character receives bonus momentum equal to that roll and then adds one point to threat if an effect is rolled. Yep. So basically, if I succeed, I can roll a die to gain that much more momentum. I rolled a 14, which is a failure for me because I needed a 13. I rolled... A two, a six, and a 17, which would generate three successes. Excellent. So three successes, and you so do your bit to roll for additional momentum, which is. So I just have regular D6s, so I don't know if the Starfleet dice are treated differently. The, in this case, the Delta is one. It's one six and so I rolled a four. It's the middle two that are no good, that don't do much. 
I am not entirely sure, and I will find that out. I'm not going to hold this up. I'm going to go ahead and throw you all four momentum and consider that good because you, you rolled a four on the die. Starfleet dice don't have that. They only have the one and two pips. So I'm just so going to I'm going to throw in two and call that where it is. Okay. And you rolled three. I said it was difficulty of three, so that's even. So you pick up two momentum, and you are able to determine that the coding is Romulan. Okay. Definitely relay that. And that Hmm. does track with the fact that there's communications between this site and the Romulan events that that the other team dealt with earlier. So this infiltration may have initiated from Romulan space... And this is just a secondary target from the initial episode that we that the other crew encountered. I think more accurately, you would see that as Romulans may be who was infiltrated first and Mm -hmm. it may be spreading to the Klingons. But whether or not it originated in Romulan's base, I don't think there's any evidence to support that at this stage. I said what I said. Tap my chest open comms to the to the ship. Captain, it seems like we have additional complication here that are possibility of Romulans. Stand by, stand by on sensors, make sure there's no one no one lurking out there. Okay. You do have- we want to drop the, knowing that, do we want to drop the center scrambling to make it easier to pick up cloaked Romulan ship? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Shutting this down is a reason and engineering task. All right. I guess I'm going to go for this. And it is a a difficulty of three. Uh, How much momentum do we have? Do we have enough to buy some? We just got a bunch. We got two, so I'm going to buy a third dice. Anyone else helping? Looks like we've got... We we only have two, or do we have three? We had two. I said I just spent two to get an extra die. I don't know if anyone else is going to help me or not. Right, I was planning on helping. Would it be reason and engineering for me also, or would that be a security? Uh, so it, you have to tell me your approach. What's your methodology? Cut the red wire. <laughs> then yes, that'd be reason and engineering for you as well. <laughs> Good luck. And. Espionage or infiltration be a focus applicable? Not given your approach, no. (laughs) I rolled an 18. (laughs) That doesn't help at all. Uh, I only got two successes out of my three. Okay. You successfully shut it down. (laughs) Do we Han Solo this now? Uh, It's a boring conversation anyway. Suffice it to say that a complication has arisen. (laughs) <laughs> and you will find out that what that complication is later. At this point in time, you have you pretty much taken care of everything that's on this level. There is merely the turbo lift to go down to the next level. Tashi, if we open the turbo lift, since there's no atmosphere here, and we go down, will that affect the atmosphere on the lower levels? That's where those life forms are. 
the turbo lift will not have atmosphere, but when you get down to the lower level, it will seal off the other level, so atmosphere will flood the turbo lift very quickly, and there will be no noticeable difference because it's just a, it's basically that small square. So basically, while you're going down, you'll have to stay in your EV suits, but as soon as the door opens, you'd be free and clear to lose your EV suits if you wanted to. I would not recommend that, but let's, shall we? I'll, again, I know we're in a turbo lift, but I'll position myself towards the front near the doors and keep the others behind me in cover, so to speak. And I will pull my phaser out and make sure it is set to maximum stun and keep it out. I don't think mine's ever been put away. (laughs) As you walk out of the medical room, you get into the turbo lift. You go down to the lower level. The doors open, and there's a long hallway that kind of curves around to the left. Do you step out of the turbo lift? I'll check the wings. And clear, yes. It's a straight hall. There's no branches. It just curves to the left. It basically goes around a corner. Everybody steps out. The turbo lift doors close behind you. Take a few steps forward, and I, as I understand, we have Valor in front. Yes. Valor, rather, in front. Vilalor. Vilalor in front. What is our marching order? There's always enough to have at least four abreast if you wanted to, but I just, just so I have a sense of marching order. XO had said that he's in the rear. So yeah. I guess that leaves uh, I see and Ocean for who's middle, middle, and who's your middle. Okay. I will be or side back. by side. No, I'll actually be a step or a step and a half behind you to the right. Okay. And Taishi? I'll be in the middle. Okay. As you yeah. walk forward, you turn that corner. The hallway has another turn to the opposite direction, so it makes an S turn. And around the other corner, you come across two Romulan centurions. They were waiting for you. Because so, didn't see body. that one coming. <laughs> it had more to do with the failed roll upstairs, but... <laughs> Basically, you successfully shut it off, but you tripped an alarm. There are two Romulans that are waiting for you. You hear them around the corner, and they actually get the jump on you, so they will act first. Next time on Star Trek Preservations. They hit you. The disruptor pistol is... Five dice and vicious one. Nice knowing you guys. This is not starting out well. Nope, they got the jump on us. Nope. We have to figure out some way to get out of this. I think I have an idea. I don't want to increase the threat. Yeah, I guess I will just return fire, try to stun them, and tell Royals, hey, can you get the turbo left open?